welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello, everyone. We're back for part two of the San Diego reunion, and Justin and Alexis are still arguing. Yes, we've just picked back up where we left off. Legend has it, they're still arguing to this day. <laughs> they, uh, they really, uh, they could have done so well and it all just went bye-bye yeah the argument or the current argument is whether or not alexis came home from the club drunk but see i thought it was even more than that it seemed to me like it was after they had separated potentially yes yeah he's alleging she came to his apartment late one night she says she didn't i don't i don't know what to make of that to be honest with you i just why would justin make that up though i i don't know i don't entirely trust him yeah i don't trust either of them though is the problem so i don't know who to believe here (laughs) i feel like i maybe despite her flaws and sometimes that unnecessary exposition of intimate details i feel like i do have a little bit more trust for alexis it just seems like everything that goes through justin ends up getting distorted yeah like the reality of it so it's it's hard for me to take him at face value but it's also just a bizarre thing to disagree about because either it happened or it didn't happen yeah (laughs) like either she came to his apartment or not so which is uh i don't have a good answer for you so what did you think about this whole this whole section here meeting together justin alexis I mean, these two are just toxic for each other. Um, Like, she said she grew past him not being, like, not being attracted to him and him being sensitive, which I don't really think she did. I I think she definitely tried to. See, I, I don't disagree. I do think that she did put in a lot of effort to make things work i don't know if she was fully able to grow past a lot of her issues like she said but i think she did try she tried but it was not she wasn't quite able to get over the hump well when you're dealing with justin it's it's hard to blame her isn't isn't it yeah it it really is and also justin being like like i know when i'm wanted and she didn't want me after the honeymoon so it seems like whatever sexual encounter they had 
did not that, go well. So maybe their marriage was doomed even before the dog incident. It's possible. But I... It, it just, it's so hard to see what the actual situation is. I mean, I think that if I had to, like, really double down on something, being a, a prime motivator of their failure, I would say his insecurity. Now, her, her, uh, putting him on blast a lot i'm sure did not help uh and even (laughs) we found out towards the end of this episode that justin actually asked alexis not to roast him in public (laughs) 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 which is is reasonable i just think yeah that that combination of her not being satisfied with whatever was going on and him taking that personally and maybe feeling like she should be more satisfied or like something along those lines like that really really caused them some problems you know i don't think he appreciated that she broadcasted that apparently he has a hard time getting erections or something like that. Like, I mean, by the time this reunion was filmed, all of Alexis's digs at him hadn't <laughs> even aired yet. So, he, like, he's probably even more mad now. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Uh, so, Alexis thinks she put in a lot of effort, but Justin doesn't think that she was truly here for the process fully invested i don't know i mean she tried but it's hard to tell yeah well what did you think about bringing in the siblings um i feel like we didn't learn a lot from this and it was weird that they were the only ones who had siblings brought in I think the the experts were just so shocked by how things went down that they were like, we need we need some additional time on these guys and some additional external factors to try to try to squeeze what happened out of them. Yeah, we had Justin's brother Donald and Alexis's sister Amber. I love that Donald still stands by his statement of Justin not being ready to be married. Well, it's easy to say that when they've gotten a divorce. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was saying that all the way all the way at the wedding. So I mean, he ended up being right. Yeah, he he was very right. What do, what do you think about the whole Alexis being quote-unquote spicy. I think that's part of what Justin can't handle. But, like, what does that really Well, probably her digs at him, just her wanting to be a free spirit. Um, I don't know. She's not a 
Alexis is not a subdued person. What? <laughs> and here I thought she was an introvert this whole time. Yeah, she's very life of the party. Yeah, I guess I've just not really heard that as a descriptor super often of a person. No, but oh, I feel like it fits. it fits for her, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, these two, I just, I know I keep saying this, but man, what a disaster. So much potential that bred so much toxicity. I mean, they they even said basically that they don't really think that much is possible for them post-reunion in the way of like relationship and friendship and stuff. Oh, yeah, no. They they have <laughs> they have ruined whatever lasting good vibes they had. Yeah, no no good vibes left. I feel like at this point Justin doesn't really have good vibes towards anyone i feel like this really just like he doesn't like a lot of people i mean he still interacts with a lot of them but i don't know i mean he unfollowed most people so yeah Mm. i also thought it was interesting that his brother donald said he never noticed his dog to be aggressive but like just because you haven't noticed that (laughs) doesn't mean there haven't been incidents yeah, I that that's very true. I mean, I you just when you have somebody come in, they're gonna make their their observations, and it's entirely possible that he just didn't see Maya around other dogs. I just am yeah. still cracking up that like this is still this is still a huge part of the crux of their problems is the resentment surrounding the dog situation. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the major parts of their downfall. And then the whole giving it up. Yeah. And resenting and... See, and and I don't think this is really a hot take, but this is my opinion on this, which is that I don't think Justin should have given up Maya given the circumstances because he really should only have gotten rid of Maya if he could handle the whole thing. So like giving up Maya basically at some level maybe needed to happen, right? Like there was some incompatibility there with the dogs, but if you aren't giving up the dog and also letting go of the stuff surrounding the dog getting rid of the dog doesn't solve anything no i feel like he should have waited till after decision day to give up the dog and been like if we stay together then that means this is serious and i'll ship her off to my friend yeah but potentially it's just like he gave he he gave up the the dog but he wasn't in a place where he could like emotionally handle that and like give up the dog on a wider like emotional and relationship standpoint so like he got rid of the dog but 
he still held that anger and resentment about it mm-hmm. versus being like, okay, because again, probably getting rid of the dog was the right call for the marriage. But it is one thing to be like, okay, I'm getting rid of the dog for the marriage and that's the best way forward and move on. No, he never moved on. So he wasn't he wasn't at all ready to move on. So it's like why even get rid of the dog at that point? Because like you haven't solved anything. You've just made things worse. And of course, Alexis felt the resentment about this. Yeah, she said her trust never came back after that. But Maya's now back with Justin. He apparently flew to Colorado to get her back and road tripped back. Man, this is... This has been a theme lately on the shows that we're recapping, is people going to way further lengths for a pet than I would want to. I mean, he flew back to Colorado and then drove from Colorado with the dog all the way back to San Diego. That's a long drive. I mean, actually, we heard that episode was like 17 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. But he he loves that dog so much. Uh, but not Alexis. Not anymore, anyways. <laughs> no. So do you agree with the assessment from the siblings that Alexis and Justin are simply just too different? Uh, I just think they didn't know how to handle their differences. Like, you can have people that are different that are married, but it just didn't work for all the reasons we've said before. Yeah, well, I think their point was they had a lot of stuff in common at a surface level and then vast differences when you got below that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they just they couldn't figure they couldn't figure it out. So we learn Alexis has moved to a loft apartment. She's not quote unquote dating at the moment, but her DMs are filled. That's so weird. You you know that she's having a lot of sex with men who can have erections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eh. And Justin is just living his life. Yep, not much of an update on his end. No, not really. I also thought it was weird because Justin was like, yeah, I'm like I guess I'm kind of open to talking again. And Alexis's take on that was the spiel on how she didn't like that he attacked her character and was very hurt by that but she'd be open to talking as well i i didn't know what to make of that it's like you two have decided there's no hope for reconciliation or anything so i guess we'll just be distant friends it's just that's just so so strange to me because i think there there were always there are always too many layers for Alexis. Like there she was always 
qualifying things. And there were always so many reservations that she had like about him and his sensitivity and stuff. It's just like, if you have to sort through a, like a million no's and things you don't like before you get to the, oh yeah, but besides the 745 things that I just listed that I can't stand about him, besides that, he's really wonderful. And, you know, I think we could make this work. That's just how I, f- I felt the whole season has been. And it's just kind of like, just give up, honestly. <laughs> yeah, which is what they did. I, I hate to say that because I... I just I believe so strongly in the institution of marriage, but man, what a what a ride! What do we have next? We have the girl chat. Oh yeah, where we learn they all hang out and um, Kristen and Alexis are like best friends. They call Morgan says trauma bond wives, which is a weird phrase. Yeah, I guess because. Mitch inflicted so much trauma upon Kristen and Justin inflicted so much trauma upon Alexis. Ugh. Fun. Yes, also, Alexis continues to justify her meddling in Morgan and Ben's marriage by saying, oh, like, Morgan was just pouring her heart out. I just decided to give her some answers. Just Yeah, she also... And and this is the alleged thing that happened, but according to the women, Morgan actually was the one who approached Alexis, basically spilling her guts and kind of asking for dirt in a way, which is then when alexis spilled that that was the narrative that was being pushed i didn't get the impression morgan was asking alexis so what have you heard like from justin or anything Mm. i mean how would she have known that alexis knew stuff uh i she wouldn't necessarily have known though i think she was talking about the second time that this this had happened you know the real the real time things had hit the fan so yeah yeah what else you got for me um we learned lindy was fed up with mitch most of the season well yes obviously and yes stasha was like yeah i didn't like him from day one she apparently called him bitch all the time instead of mitch yeah, well, that's been kind of uh, common on the internet as well. I mean, she saw it in the moment as it was happening too, which is pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, it, I guess it's one of those things where like, it was eighty-five, ninety percent frustration and ten percent like endearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the, one of those nicknames. I know Kristen said she appreciated the ladies doing it for her, so she didn't have to. Yeah, I wish Kristen had been more vocal throughout the season versus just kind of holding everything inside until 
it got too bad that she had to explode. So, uh. And then, of course, we couldn't let this season go by without another James Allen ad. I know. Ugh. And it felt so forced because Dosh is like, oh, yeah, like, I really like this. Like, I we went to jamesallen.com or Nate did. And- don't, don't sing the URL. Goodness gracious. <laughs> probably should cut that out you you know i'm just giving them some free advertising no don't do that (laughs) if they want advertising they can pay us yeah that was it was very heavy-handed yes like oh yeah you just stayed with like you just followed the process and man do i love the results (laughs) I could not ask for a better, a better custom designed ring from their ring builder, their proprietary ring builder. It's ridiculous. <laughs> very, very silly. And then we saw the footage of Lindy ranting and venting to her friend, mm-hmm. which was hard to watch. She really did not want to watch that back no she said it was hard to see that was rock bottom (laughs) i wish i never introduced that into our love story which is an interesting way of putting that but it was how she felt in the moment at least Mm -hmm. yeah she also said he was never controlling me which i kind of pushed back a little bit on that Mm. but yeah it's it can be so hard to tell when we're just watching the however smaller percentage of footage that they got from there and and how it's edited together it's 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 so tough to really understand people's intentions a lot of the time but it did seem at least bordering on controlling a lot of the time i mean they, that that whole weekend was just a complete disaster for yeah. them and i i'm a little surprised they survived it to be honest but same but lindy did say that she was done with all the stress and trauma during the weekend but she wasn't done with the marriage <laughs> so profound uh-huh which like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm glad. I'm, I'm always glad to see a, a couple succeed. Mm-hmm. They seem to uh, be on decent footing, at least as of the taping yes. of reunion part two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it stays that way. Uh, you never know. Well, we had a couple more scenes of just kind of rehashing stuff, like the. Stasha and Nate love scale in the pool conversation. Uh, that was so awkward. It was. <laughs> like, I love how he tried to, he tried to make it better, but it's like, bro, saying, like, saying it as like, oh well, that's forty percent. That does this doesn't sound any better. No, in fact, that I thought it sounded worse <laughs> when you say forty out of a hundred. <laughs> No, it's like, why? why? Yeah, Alexis pointed out that's a failing grade. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Alexis 
thinks that Stasha elevated Nick. Or Nick, but Nate. <laughs> he, just calling these people random things. Yeah, she, uh, she thinks that Stasha really improved his life. That's debatable. Well, okay, well, well, what do you, what do you mean? I, I don't know. I just mean like they're, they were both good on their own. Like, I don't. <laughs> How diplomatic of you. I don't think. I mean, hopefully they made, they both made each other's lives better. Yeah, I think they're one of the there. There are a couple who they could make each other's lives a lot better but it also could go in the other direction yeah i feel like stash is standing in the way a little bit right now based on what we saw last week yeah they're just kind of complicated especially since there's all there's like still the whole kid debate going on and he seems to be projecting that he's on board but like i don't really think that he is actually on board with that and like all of their different uh, i mean we talked about all of that last week just yeah ugh. it's tough so we saw more luna footage never before seen luna footage how exciting is that I mean, more cleaning the wrinkle and then Stasha admitting that Nate did most of the work when (laughs) they had to watch Luna. I'm not at all surprised by that. And that's, that's part of the reason that I think that Stasha might have some significant difficulties having kids is the ability to deal with stuff that's outside of the highly controlled norm. You know, she has her immaculate house that has the perfect 87 pillows for the bed (laughs) and the weird tray that like has all these fragile things on it and everything is set up perfectly. And so they dog sat Luna and she'd like take her on walks and stuff but besides that nate kind of had to deal with the chaos primarily i think because it is something that would be too overwhelming for her like it's just you can't have very much control over dogs like they're gonna shed they're gonna shake their wet selves all over you and all over your immaculate bathroom <laughs> and they're gonna leave paw prints everywhere and she said she might want to get a dog yeah i don't i don't see I don't, that no i don't either i don't i really don't see that and that's why i also have difficulty seeing the whole kid thing happening there you go but you weren't expecting that conversation <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Stasha was very thankful that Nate was around to take care of Luna. <laughs> yeah, do you have anything else from this girl chat? Uh-huh. Perhaps. Um just the 
super awkward dinner. Oh, with Alexis and Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dinner. That was hard to watch back then. <laughs> um, so she, so hard to watch. She, I thought this was funny. She said her attraction level depletes with every tear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, <laughs> what do you even say to that? I don't know. I mean, I I think that it relates to to just how how just totally sensitive he is. So I know it it does not sound good to say that. Like, yes, it just. Another dig, another sexual dig. Uh huh. There's just so many. Because mm-hmm. she was, I think she was actually talking specifically in a sexual context. Like it wasn't so much a tr- just a general attraction, but I think she was referring to like sexual attraction yeah. there, uh, which isn't. It, it's not great, but I also kind of empathize a bit because it's like if he's just crying all the time because that's the other thing is uh <laughs> there there are times where alexis just wanted justin to stop crying because his breakdowns were were basically every single day i know i feel like we didn't even see 10 percent of his crying i'm sure i'm sure we did not uh and so within that context i I get more of her perspective. Like on the surface, it sounds very bad to just Yeah, say but that. if every day he is just breaking down, it's like, man. Yeah. I mean, Stasha is of the perspective that Justin is pretty unstable. I mean, if that was happening all the time, I would say, yeah, like there's some issues there. Or this just was not the right environment for him. Yeah, I just think that there, and she said as much, that they almost had a a mother and child dynamic. Yikes. Which is not great when you're in a marriage, and I think that uh, that's maybe more common than you'd like to think. But, uh, yeah, her boundaries weren't being respected, and she was having to be maternal and that just was kind of a turnoff for her and then to put all of his breakdowns on top of that it makes a lot more sense now maybe we'll find out someday that he was crying every day because she was bullying him i don't know (laughs) but at this point i kind of i get a bit uh, of of where this comes from well we should probably move on to the men chat unless you had anything else uh, yeah sure why not so Justin makes it a point to say that he hangs out with all the men except for Nate <laughs> I I still don't fully understand their beef <sighs> I don't know. They just clash. Some men just clash, I guess. 
Yeah, I've I've just been trying to figure out if all of this comes from Justin thinking that Nate made a pass at him romantically or sexually, however you Maybe. It's also weird that, like, Justin held on to that, like, misconception, basically, through all of filming all these months and then drops it on the reunion show. Yeah, and there's there's definitely no love lost between these two. I mean, they're basically almost coming to... uh, to blows whenever given the opportunity and nate knows exactly how to push justin's buttons too to rile him up yeah it, which is very funny to me well it's not funny but it is funny <laughs> and, well i'm, I'm saying that specifically because last episode uh justin accused nate of having short guy syndrome, which what I was saying is funny is I think that the opposite is true. I think that deep within himself, no matter how towering he is, Justin feels very small. Yeah. And and that is part of why he lashes out part of the part of the issue. Mm -hmm. He apparently does feel bad for, (laughs) Telling what Ben said to Alexis and being on speakerphone. He should feel terrible. I mean, look, I get telling your wife things. But what kind of monster goes on speakerphone and doesn't announce that? I that is just basic etiquette, right? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I just. He did. He did at least apologize to to Ben for yeah. leaving him open to the wrath, the wrath of Morgan. We had a whole montage about how attractive Ben is and how much Morgan wants sex, which was a little uncomfortable to watch, considering they are no longer together. Did you did you th- think the same way as Kevin was here? about about that uh things may have gone better if they had had sex sooner uh no i just i think even if they had that probably would have just made morgan even angrier like oh i slept with this guy and now he has betrayed me (laughs) i i guess uh, maybe his perspective is that kind of getting that out of the way would have perhaps started things off on a better footing and and maybe given them a closer bond so that a lot of the other stuff wouldn't have even had a chance to happen oh okay well from that perspective yes i was assuming everything played out the same but maybe that would have maybe he wouldn't have made that assumption about her nursing degree and everything so certainly possible yeah i i i guess i'm i may at least slightly agree with him just because i I feel like they they didn't have a huge amount of bond necessarily at the beginning from like besides the superficial type stuff 
and I guess that could have given them a little bit of a, a deeper connection and more like confidence in each other. So instead of feeling the need to run off and vent because he's so frustrated, maybe he, he would have had the strength to talk to her directly. But uh, I wouldn't count on it either. I mean, he, uh, he being Ben, has said multiple times that he really, he was not ready. And he is not going to be in a relationship for a long time. <laughs> we also learned from Nate that Stasha didn't care about that stripper footage. We all kind of side-eyed. I'm still side-eyeing that. That was weird. Yeah. Like, get down on your knees. Like, whoa. Like, and why like, would you say that? shove your face in my crotch. That was weird. I, I'm surprised Stasha didn't mind that. Well, they're both very sexually liberated, so. Still. And that's also, that's also what he's saying. We haven't heard anything about it from Stasha. That's true. No, I'm not, I'm not saying he's lying. It's entirely possible she had no issue with it. We had a whole montage of Justin crying. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I have no shame. No shame. <laughs> yep. Men, men should cry more. I Sure, yeah. Nate Which, thought it was weird. Well, yeah, because Nate hates Justin's guts. I was cracking up here when Mitch was talking about how he, he probably would be a better person if he cried more. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, actually, this is this is where uh, Justin said that Nate has short man syndrome. It needs to be more in tune with his emotions. Right. Maybe, maybe he could learn a thing or two. Honestly, all of these guys could probably learn a thing or two from each other if they really sat down and talked about. Well, things. they all they all need to be a lot less like themselves and a little <laughs> bit more like the others. Yes, they need a bit of every every guy. But like a lot less of themselves <laughs> and then a little bit of the rest of them. Yeah, cuz that that is uh something that Nate has said repeatedly is that oh, you cry too much. <laughs> what Should a fun time. Should we move on to the experts? Uh, I mean, we could if you really want to. I guess they were here to just answer for their decisions. <laughs> um, apparently, Kevin is giving them a score of 2.5 out of 5. Uh. Which, I don't think I would go as high as 0. 0.5. I'd probably say 2.05 oh, wow. out of 5, considering they for- divorced the day later. <laughs> I I mean I guess and I don't really count that as a as a yes but that was an incredibly successful failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I just I still I don't really understand the experts role in all of this since we didn't really see them at all. Yep. So first up is Mitch and Ben, the yes. two failed guys. The, the people who didn't make it past decision day. 
Pepper notices that Mitch is all dressed up and he's like, yeah, I've got shoes and everything. I know. I've got shoes on and everything. He's so proud of himself. (laughs) I'm just so glad he didn't have open-toed sandals again. Uh, We all thought he was going to. He said he has a laundry list of things he did wrong. Should have watched previous seasons. (laughs) I took note of that. How do you go on this show not having watched? (laughs) That's like the first assignment. If you're cons- even before you even send in your application, you at minimum got to watch a whole season. Yeah, but that's, I mean, for seasons 20 episodes, that's 40 hours. I mean, you can skip and fast forward, but you at least need to know, like, how this works, how you're going to come across if you do certain things. Yeah, and I guess it's not quite 40 hours because if you're watching a previous season, you don't have commercials, which is wonderful. No. But, yeah, the, <laughs> that is a, a pretty funny regret to have. And I, I do think that that is pretty self-aware because as we watch these reality shows now that have been going on for a long time, Meredith First Sight has been around. Mm-hmm. Bachelor Nation has been around. Like, there isn't a whole lot of excuse, in my opinion, to just go in blind. Like, that makes you will no get, sense to you me. You will get annihilated. <laughs> I mean, from a viewer perspective, it's more entertaining when they haven't watched, because then you get some real mess. But from the contestant perspective, like, how could you, how do you set yourself up like that? Yeah, no, you are in for a, some major hurting (laughs) if you do that which we always appreciate i mean we got a great great deal of joy out of mitch this season you know one thing i noticed they didn't really touch on in the reunion was mitch's environment environmental extremism we didn't we didn't touch on his filthy kitchen the all this stuff he made Kristen do all their disagreements on that kind of just skipped over that yeah, I I think there's just there's how much time do you have really? At the end of the day. Yeah, I mean I would I would have swapped some things out to make room for that. But. <laughs> well, I guess you gotta start your career in television so you can become a producer and and make the show more to your liking. <laughs> uh yeah, we get to uh, see a nice long montage of Mitchisms. Just Mitch putting his foot in it. <laughs> oh, always so funny. I, I love how invested Patrick Hal was in their relationship and just like, I just wanted to strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't he then? Why didn't he? Well, that would have been murder. I mean... <laughs> Like, figuratively, why didn't he march into their apartment and be like, look, Mitch, you're ruining this. Get it together. <laughs> I, I don't. He literally could have done that. I don't have those answers for you. Oh, well. Very, very funny to watch. And, and Mitch is very relieved when they move on to Ben. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really have much from Ben. He's working on himself, and that was... Yeah, essentially, essentially that the experts think he's great at falling on his own sword. Yes, he has apologized every time the camera is on him. But that he's just kind of hobbled by 
his perfectionism and and all and all that i mean he says that he's working on his perfectionism and and mitch retorts that oh you should just hang with me (laughs) (laughs) uh which is hilarious great self-awareness there mitch that's that's the other thing is i i have a hard time disliking mitch despite everything because i feel like the self-awareness uh gives a lot of levity there just by all of his flaws but yeah it's not like he showed up to a reunion still like doubling down on all the stuff he said during the season no i mean i can't like sometimes he kind of gets defensive but there's a lot there's a lot that people have come at him for uh but back to ben pastor cal says that Ben just he should give himself permission to be less perfect. I thought that was a good note to leave that on because mm-hmm. he just always beating himself up. Yeah. And he can't do that. So, Kristen and Morgan time. Yes, the quote unquote failed women. Wow. But <laughs> I wouldn't really call them that. I feel like Kristen came out on top wow (laughs) that's awful you're so mean (laughs) well how did she come out on top tell me about it because she she learned a lot and she is not still married to mitch unbelievable (laughs) i don't know she talks about how confusing they are. Apparently, they kissed in the car after decision day. Yeah, I mean, all everybody, everybody is confused. But Pastor Cal is confused. Kristen is confused. Like they literally both said no on decision day, left holding hands, and then kissed in the car. <laughs> like what the crap? Uh, I mean, I guess they just had trouble letting go. Uh, I don't know. But also, she thought, I guess, that the wedding day was great, but then watched it back and saw things Mitch was saying about her and his tantrums. And well, yeah, the way the way that she experienced it was a lot more positive than yeah. how it played back. <laughs> yeah, because Mitch, I had forgotten about the whole like, oh, don't like the dress she's wearing and all that stuff. Like, man. Yeah, he was pretty. Uh, just and again I, I think he was just stressed to the max and so every little thing caused a freak out and here we are all these weeks later ended in divorce yep they the experts mentioned that mitch was oppositional and defiant well, that <laughs> summed up mitch pretty well uh yeah yeah i, I could i could see describing him as oppositional and defiant and he didn't get his imaginary woman which if you had done like all the background stuff and the interviews and stuff properly they should have been able to know what kind of imaginary woman mitch wanted yeah i just feel like 
you get all the information and then you're like, okay, well, but we have to put them with a real person. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who actually exists. I guess they didn't get anybody like Mitch that applied. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you just got to work with the pool of people you have. You know, so that's just, it is, it is what it is that Pastor Cal did feel bad that they matched them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a what a disaster. They there. literally could have matched Kristen with anybody else, and she probably could have made it work. Mm-hmm. Yep. What a shame. The one person. Ugh. So Morgan talked about how she's learned in therapy about reactivity. That she needs to react with her logical side and not her emotional side. And then Cal gives her the opportunity and says, could you have given more grace? <laughs> and she says, I don't think so. And then went on a rant about how he kept going to Justin. <laughs> I feel like that was the only time the experts have really like tried to dig into the way she behaved. Yeah, I wish they had done that more. Because she was really cold. Like, we didn't mention the throwing the flowers on the ground incident. That was terrible. Yeah. That's that's a big part of why I felt uneasy about the two of them was because, I mean, we, we spent the entire time analyzing Ben under the micro, microscope and judging what he did and all this stuff and we've we've been through this entire season and i'm looking at that like yeah like he he screwed up he he did some stuff he should not have done and he was i mean in the beginning and it kind of all came out of his own insecurity and the judgment through that and made poor choices and so we spent the the entire time that we had them on the show digging into that. But never really, I mean, besides like that time that Nate kind of pushed back on her about like, well, why are you so hostile? I feel like that was really the only time that I can remember at least where. Yeah. And all the women took her side, basically. They still are. Yeah, in the reunion. So I don't know. It's 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 tough for me to watch what we watched and feel good about people coming down on that side. Like there's there's like both of them were kind of awful. Yeah, that was disappointing. And I guess that's. It, and obviously it doesn't excuse things, but it just sort of felt more like Ben was being awful unintentionally and she was being awful intentionally. That's just, Yes, that's, that's that, exactly it. That's kind of what it felt like to me, at least. Uh, and I'm sure that came out of trauma for both of them, but like, there were some real problems with how she behaved as well. 
So then Alexis and Justin come out for the experts to salvage things. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Somehow, Pastor Cal doesn't understand why they split. I mean, did he see the footage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where we kind of rehashing a lot of the same things. Like, we're not compatible. He gets emotional. My maternal instinct kicks in. Don't want to lose my spice. And then he asked me not to tell jokes. <laughs> and Justin's like, well, we need, like, what's the word? Like, context. <laughs> and he said, I asked for her not to roast me in public. <laughs> Yeah, I and I get that. Yeah. I feel like that would be kind of rough. I do think that, as we keep saying, they just were not compatible. Like, you, I think you'd have to have really, really tough skin or Alexis would have to figure out how to not be quite so awful in order for things to work i'm not saying she's awful i'm saying like because that is kind of a an awful trait to be constant like like if you're making jokes at somebody else's expense all the time wherever that comes from even if it's like oh it's just it's just my spicy personality like I don't view that as being a great excuse for that. And it is not fun or easy to deal with. Yeah, I feel like the bare minimum for being married on TV would be not to trash your spouse over and over. Right. And and I, I would say that that stands whether it is public or not public. Yeah, but especially on TV. Because, like, everybody's going to see that. Everyone heard you ask was there a machine to help with this you're thrusting like you can't walk that back no and you know if if that's what was the public facing side what was the <laughs> private facing side you know and I, i'm i'm not necessarily saying she was any different privately it's just i get why that would be a problem for him Pastor Cal thinks they didn't give it enough time. I would argue they had plenty of... I feel like eight weeks was enough for those two. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks and a day, to be precise, but... Yeah. Yeah, poor Alexis. She was so hopeful, and it got snatched away. And then... I thought um, Kevin asked a good question, like, what really was the root of their issues... And Dr. Pepper said Alexis wanted him to be more of an alpha male, which is definitely true. That's where all that dominant conversation came from. And then they were reactive to each other rather than problem solving. Yeah. there It was always a cycle, a negative cycle, spiraling downwards further and further into the toilet bowl of life. And I don't agree with the experts saying that they possibly could get back together. No, I don't either. <laughs> this this ship has sailed. Hard to disagree. And they need to let it go. They need to leave and never speak to each other ever again. And then, to top it all off, 
Kevin Frazier says to the experts, you did a great job matching these couples. (laughs) (laughs) No. As Alexis and Justin walk out. I disagree. (laughs) I disagree. I did also want to say, like, we kind of reiterated here in this section that, man, this really was all about the dog. (laughs) And that's where it all fell apart. Like, that's it that that was the the patient zero of their destruction literally a le- a dog leash could have <laughs> saved their marriage <laughs> well from that particular thing <laughs> would it have saved it from the rest i i doubt it especially when you have scenes of like when justin is flying his kite and alexis no. is like Yep, this is the man I'm married to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, should we return to the entire group? Yes. We start off with Shirtgate. Ugh. Mitch feels he was being set up for something. <laughs> which you were, but it was just a harmless <laughs> joke. Like, like what? Ter- and I, I think... I think maybe even I think it was Stasha perhaps who was like, well, like what? But why? Like why? Like what terrible thing could have possibly come out of that? <laughs> yeah, but he said it was less about the shirt and more about being forced to do something he didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So he's just being a contrarian as usual. Yeah, which Kristen was like. Well, do you think that in in a marriage, perhaps one one might have to do something they don't want to do? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, of course." I loved how too she was she was like, "Yeah, I'll like I'll just keep when I, when you guys ask me about you know why the no happened on decision day. I'm gonna keep pointing stuff stuff like this." <laughs> And then Kevin points out the irony of Mitch not being or not wanting to be told what to wear, but then saying that Kristen needs like to dress down and <laughs> talking about her attire. And Mitch is like, well, it's different in my mind. <laughs> I mean, it's a little different, but not all that different. I would say it's different, but in a worse way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like, this shirt was just a one-off silly thing versus he just wants her to be different. <laughs> yep. Lindy said she would have blown up at Mitch at that. Well, yeah, she was she was asked how she would handle that. And she was like, I don't know. She starts, like, <laughs> yelling. Just very, very, very Lindy there. Uh, yeah, Kristen was just confused the whole marriage. There's always something she was confused mm-hmm. about with with Mitch. What what a fun time. <laughs> Mitch did admit that the bitch nickname did hurt his feelings a little bit, so Stasha had to apologize. Yeah, though though he did he did also say, but but like to be fair, I kind of did act like a bitch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. Again, I, I, he's he's not an idiot and he is pretty self-aware 
Ah, so I guess we have to talk about Alexis and Justin again, and the club. This argument, man. I thought we had like moved past this, but apparently not. No, but look, that this is the the story on repeat with these two is things happen, and it is impossible to let them go. Yeah, apparently still it is an issue of Alexis going out for a couple of hours every weekend. I still, I know a lot of people sided with um, Justin on this, but I sided with Alexis. I don't know. I saw a lot of comments on the internet like, oh, she should not have to be not wanting to go out with her friends every weekend. But to me, a couple hours is not that big of a deal. Like She can go hang out. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that cuz I don't really see that side of it too too much especially since uh both of them seem like they work pretty normal jobs. Like I know Justin does work from home, but they they both have normal jobs as far as I can tell. So I would have a bigger issue so like I'm sure a lot of people have friends who are nurses. And so as a nurse, there's a lot of potential to have weird schedule where it's like, well, I'm, I'm working these 12 hour shifts. So that means I have so many days on and then so many days off and it's always changing and all of that. In, in that case, like maybe there's more of an argument there because it's harder to coordinate schedules. And so when you both have time, you kind of need to spend that like in your relationship if you want your relationship to succeed. But if you're both in normal jobs, seeing each other a lot, I just, I don't see the huge objection to that. And I just think that it boiled down to his fear. Yeah, they did talk about that. And that didn't really uh, hit me in a great way, to be honest with you. Uh, just from from Justin's angle, because if it really is true that Alexis did put an effort to include him as well as taking time to intentionally spend time with him, I mean, she was talking about like playing video games with him and like building four and like listing these things, like. Wait, what what more do you want like if you're in a relationship your entire life i mean i in my opinion at least shouldn't have to 100 percent revolve around your spouse like there are other relationships that people have and this the spouse you know is maybe the top of the tier in the pyramid and so it's the the highest priority but those other relationships still exist. I just think Justin wanted to keep tabs on her all yeah. the time because he's insecure, which is probably the root of everything. Yeah. So instead of just going with her, he was like, no, I'm just going to stay home and complain about it. Well, hopefully that's the last time we have to talk about the club argument. 
Let's hope. Because mm-hmm. they did uh, go around, and everyone else was like, "Yeah, like, yeah, we ha- we have other relationships. It's super healthy to." Mm-hmm. I mean, talking about uh, Miguel's D and D group. Like sometimes Lindy plays with them. Sometimes she doesn't. Like sometimes she goes off and does her own thing. Sometimes he does. Same with the rest of them. Uh, it just it never struck me as particularly healthy with the context that we had so then we had to revisit this awkward footage of stasha and lindy from the honeymoon Mm -hmm, where yeah stasha basically implied that lindy gave it up too soon after telling her previously i wanted to wait and she was stasha was confused like how things changed 24 to 48 hours later yeah, I guess I, I get I get the concern in that moment because and I don't know how everybody else felt, but I did have some concerns about Miguel's character at that point. Just because of how I guess his philosophy on on life and love and like just how he was going about things. I did have some reservations. And so I can I like I could see it being a legitimate concern like oh did he like kind of pressure you into this sort of situation um but at the same time I think people probably treat Lindy with a bit too much care like she's like fragile and would be broken like i think her like religious upbringing and like the sheltered part of that i think people view that in a certain way mm-hmm. like oh man oh you've never danced before oh like all this stuff and so kind of minimize her decision making ability maybe something like that um and so i i get that lindy would be like yeah like yeah i guess it's nice you're concerned but like i'm an adult and i can make my own choices yeah i mean she said she had the ability to say yes or no and miguel even corroborated that and is like yeah i stopped and checked with her uh-huh beforehand. Like, don't worry this was very consensual <laughs> yeah <sighs> and then we had to revisit the whether or not justin and alexis consummated the marriage first (sighs) i still am confused as to what exactly happened on the honeymoon but alexa said we had some fun and then stopped for whatever reason yeah and she also she has this list of things that justin has said about her that are untrue (laughs) i guess i i didn't catch all of them but yeah we go again back to there's such a disaster these two are not compatible there are too many things wrong and then nate tries to throw himself into the ring here and of course justin gets mad and it's like don't talk to me they're so hostile to each other yeah i haven't quite seen hostility like that in a while on here they they just like justin legitimately 
hates Nate. And then even Kevin made a remark like Alexis gave it her all and Justin's like, and I didn't. So now he's taking issue <laughs> with that too. I mean, I would kind of agree with that. That Alexis gave it her all and Justin didn't? Or at least that Justin didn't. I just <sighs> think that he was so in his own mind and 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 problems and insecurities that he could never fully commit himself. Like I said, like with the dog, for example, you know, he was able to get rid of the dog, but he was not able to emotionally come to terms with that and what it meant and everything. Like he just never has been able to fully get there in this relationship just in general but then across the myriad of isolated incidents that we have seen ugh. so lest a, another fist fight break out kevin's like well let's end on a happy note yep and gase <laughs> basically showed the equivalent of bachelor bloopers Mm-hmm. Yeah, just some some happy times before everybody went and had awful lives. Yeah, that was pretty much the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean they got to say their their favorite part of the season. You know, Miguel was romantic. Of course, it was meeting Lindy, and everyone else chimed in with things they'd learned and fun they'd had and yeah man can you believe it we have made it to the end of the reunion yeah it was a good reunion two and a half couples man <laughs> two and a half couples <laughs> that's i mean that's 50 percent <laughs> uh, yeah well i mean i don't know who knows if that will last though because we've got another episode next week Mm -hmm. where are they now wrap up kind of thing and the where are they now so is the where are they now actually was that like filmed last week or something like no i i thought i saw it was filmed pretty much right after reunion what? so it's not even that far i'm not a hundred percent sure on that but i don't think it's like it wasn't filmed last week so well, that's a little stupid yeah it should have been filmed like end of october or something yeah like another another few months after yeah. but that uh, should finally be the end of the season ah uh, capping it off at an even 20 episodes yeah i i guess i'm a little disappointed that it's not really present day yeah i'll have to see if i can try and find when exactly that was filmed it's but. like we watch it and the rest of the couple's divorce another three days after the reunion <laughs> i know a lot can happen between that was filmed like in august or something that's two or three more months later so yeah wow what a powerful episode i i was on the edge of my seat the whole time it was a good episode mm -hmm. this has been a, a fun experience for me watching through my first season of married at first sight it has been quite quite the ride 
It has. How can people get in contact with us? Well, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Group Dates Podcast. Yeah, our DMs are open, just like Alexis's. <laughs> always, always there and available. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everyone, it's been great having you around, and we'll be back for more of your favorite reality TV recaps. <laughs>